Welcome to Awaken Your Magic Within, reveal unconscious systems and discover your unstoppable freedom power with me, Tracy Lynn Wallace. Through this series, we will uncover many of the unconscious systems and wounds which are the driving force behind lack and unworthiness. I am a self-love mentor, life coach, and author who's been inspired to share my experience from my own personal journey of excavating through the wounds and trauma to uncover my innate magic and power. If something is missing in your life, but you can't put your finger on it, join me now so I can provide you with insight, direction, and tools to create the fulfillment and bliss of a newfound freedom. Uncover Your Magic Within with Tracy Lynn starts now. Oh boy, everybody, welcome. I'm Dr. Pat, and I get to take this journey with Tracy Lynn. Look at here's what we're going to talk about today. Now, you just heard a little bit about Tracy, but what you're going to hear about today is as we talk about the walk that Tracy Lynn has done, the question that comes up is look, if we awaken our magic within, then what the heck gets in the way? So if you're awakening your magic within, then you should be like in the magic zone. But sometimes, no. Sometimes we're not in the magic zone. We're in the tragic zone. And why is that? Today's show with Tracy, you're going to take us through how we sabotage our magic, right? Because that's the thing between the difference between magic and tragic, right? I love that. <laughs> I made that I up. I just that. made that's that brilliant. up right now. I was just like, that's just like, where did that come from? <sighs> You're in the zone. You're in the zone. And- I know. I had to do an early interview today on um, on one of the summits that are happening. And, you know, when you get up in that early and you have to get that, when you have to get the reminder of what it is that gets in the way of us, then by the time we get to talk about this, we need to know what we're doing to sabotage. Let me start out with this. I want you to walk us through this because I had a mentor, Mary Louise Smith, the best ever. Tough. Ugh, tough. We called her the Iron Maiden only because she never got up. I mean, we would have we would have meetings for like six hours and we thought, is she gonna take a break to like go to the bathroom? No. But she would always ask, no matter what came up, and I was the one that always had to answer the question because the other guys, the other guys worked with her for a while and they never they never did anything really dumb. She would say, Pat. You need to ask yourself, what part of the problem are you? Now, if we look at that in a benign way, not a harsh way, but an exploratory way, tell me what we find in our sabotage mode. And that's such a powerful question. And a lot of people don't want to do that. But I just want (laughs) for just a brief moment, think about being out on the ocean in this boat and you just left this storm, the waters are peaceful, the weather's nice, you're floating along, things are going good, you're on your way to your destination, and all of a sudden you just start drilling holes in the bottom of the boat, thinking that it's gonna get you there faster. But what you don't realize is that you're starting to sink. And this is self-sabotage, self-destructive behavior, behavior that keeps you from getting to where you want. So we're gonna talk about how to get back sailing on that smoother water and get to our destination by uncovering why we're doing this self-sabotage behavior. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to share, I almost wasn't here today 
because I had a meltdown this morning. A meltdown believing what the heck am I doing on this radio show telling people about this stuff. I'm a fake. I'm a fraud. Who am I? Who am I to share this stuff? And I was sabotaging my success. Mm -hmm. And these voices were creeping up and you know, this one side of like, oh, but this is all through experience, Tracy, you're speaking. But the ego was just like, who the heck are you? Who's going to listen to you? Who's going to believe what you have to say? Your life is not perfect. So that's what I experienced this morning from a very, I mean, I was, it was, it was not pretty. It was not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens to all of us. And it's just, it, it creeps in from these mysterious forces in the shadow side of ourself that lies deep inside of us, usually dormant. We don't even know what's happening. But it does. And, you know, the reason that I think we're bringing it up and talking about it mm -hmm. is because there are little tips and things that happen in our lives to remind us on how we're reminded of them. And, you know, part of this, let's just talk about from your perspective, you know, when we're thinking about this, clearly you've outlined how we sabotage our magic because magic is magic, right? The other thing is, if you really even, if you plug into our pop culture, I mean, there aren't very many people that have not heard of Harry Potter. Uh, even if you're not really thrilled about the latest Harry Potter, you've heard about the Harry Potter books right? You've learned, you, a lot of people have watched the movies and they know as they watch, they can see throughout the whole series when the magic happens and when they self-sabotage themselves, even as these wizards, right? And so what is the first thing we need to know mm -hmm. about how this sabotage creeps in the way it did for you, right? Absolutely. And it's just so covert it's so sly. This is all the ego and the ego has some major, major skills that we can't even identify because it continues to lie to us about lying to us. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It's just that is, that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> it does, no, 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 Tracy, like you, you're right. You're right. This isn't like your true voice. You're not like, this is, <laughs> this is the truth. You don't know what you're talking about. Like you're in a good space, your head's clear, you're, you're happy, you know, it was just, it was insanity. And um, so it just happens. It's like that frog that's in the pot of water, right? Oh. The slow boil, right? Feels good in here, feels good. Next thing you know, he's, you know, boiled to death and, and long gone. Yeah. And so it just, we have to catch ourselves by being observers of what's going on in our life. And watching our thoughts and watching and my husband was so sweet and he was so supportive and just like babe no like you're amazing at what you do and remember like why you started doing this and your message and you have so much wisdom to share and I was just like no that was a lie that's what I said to him that all was a lie the reason oh, wow. I started doing this radio show and there was this part of me that knew the truth right but the voice the other voice was the loud voice it was that you know, we've got these two wolves in our mind and there's the good wolf and the bad wolf. <laughs> and which one are we feeding? The one that just tries to take us down and keep us from achieving our dreams and our happiness and our success and our beautiful relationships or the one that's going to move us forward. And mm -hmm. 
you know, one of the biggest things is resistance. You know, we've got this resistance to what we want or what we deserve to have. And yeah. So you know, it's interesting you're bringing that up because I did a show with Sarah Main yesterday and it, it doesn't, it's not airing yet. Um, I, it's going to be airing shortly, but we talked about one of the things that um, the, the solution or the antidote for um, resistance and it's resilience. And yet when I hear Sarah talk about it from, an H, from a Sanskrit perspective, I hear a different view of it. But in the end, you got the support, right? I get the support. But there are times, and, and you know, there are times, like right now, we're still living in a COVID world. I don't care, like, where you are or what you think's going on. You cannot turn around without somebody having it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. At least in our world here. And... And all of these people that have it, it's not like back when they kept tracking of it. This is just like, oh, yeah, people are going to get it. Okay, this is what you do. And yet at the same time, it drives you to really focus on, are you going to let that take you away from what you want? Are you going to let that story about that? Are you going to let the fact that you've got three out of six people out that are not well stop you and so isn't one of the things you look at is what i call the want factor w-a-n-t factor right because if you didn't want to be here at some deep level i don't care if like you're if like it's, it's like your husband's like oh i'm gonna buy you roses let me just book us a big weekend event at some place you got to really want the want mm -hmm. Tell us about that for you and how that has helped you move beyond your resistance. Yeah, and it comes down to, you know, the want or the why. I hear people say why too, right? What's your why? And <laughs> it's this drive. It's this innate drive to do whatever your purpose is, whatever your heart's desire is. And that's what pushes us forward, right? And so you can either choose to be the victim or the victor in whatever it is, right? It's so easy to give. It's so easy to give up. It really is. Oh my gosh. Now you're talking to, now you're talking to me because <laughs> you and I must have the same day today, right? Mine started yesterday, but, but we don't, you know, is that a sign that you may need a vacation or a day off or something? Maybe, but Sometimes. when you really want it, right? Mm -hmm. What do you do? How did you reshift your mind for today? I just had to sit and just kind of be my own coach. And, <laughs> and we're all our own coach, literally. Like, that's one thing. You know, you can do this all on your own. You don't need a coach. You don't need a counselor. You don't need the support unless you've had some massive, you know, trauma that you're trying to work through. But we all have that inside of us to be able to walk ourselves through it, ask those questions. And it was as simple as, is this real? What you're experiencing, Tracy, is this real? And it, I had to go back three months to when I started this show and was like, remember what you felt like. Remember that passion. Remember that desire. Remember that, that um, want to share your story and share your wisdom so that other can, people can step into their own magic. 
And so it was just a little adjustment and I had to hear that voice. I had to, you know, when you, that ego can get so loud and what we resist persists, right? So it's like holding a beach ball underwater. At some point, you're just going to get too tired. You can't do it anymore. So you have to kind of just welcome it. Like, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're just, you're talking smack. Like, thank you. It served me well at one point in my life. It doesn't serve me anymore. Yeah. And so then it just, I gave up the resistance of trying to fight that evil and trying to fight for what I was doing and just kind of let it flow. And that's where the ease comes in of just being like water and welcoming it, whatever emotion it is, you know, it's like, I read this poem one time and it was basically saying, welcome emotions like they're visitors, welcome them into your house, let them create a little ruckus if they need to, and then allow them to go out the back door. <laughs> and that's what helped me get through this is just acknowledging this fear and this confusion. It was confusion. It was literally like, I don't even know what's real anymore. Mm. And that's the ego's trying to crumble, right? And it does not go down without a fight. It will go kicking and screaming and it will pull out any stop it can to try to keep me from moving forward. Mm. And, you know, I love that you're talking about this in this way. I want to take a short break because when we come back, I want to talk about this idea that we actually take self-sabotaging to a whole new level. And one of the most, I found one of the most, how should I say it, revealing words about self-sabotaging you know, when it comes to success. And this is what you're going to talk about when we come back. There's a word that if it creeps up in your vocabulary, it begins to put into play that self-sabotaging energy. What do you think that word is? Even if you don't say it out loud, what do you think it is? When we come back more with Tracy Lynn. But before we go, Tracy, how do people find out about you? How do they um, sign up for that 30-minute discovery session? Give, give folks some, uh, a little bit of information, and then we'll come right back. <sighs> yes, I would love to hear from anybody. Reach out, sign up on my VIP list um, to get information and wisdom that I um, send out on regular emails as well as free giveaways. Um, I'm at inspiredwisdomcoaching.com. That's inspiredwisdomcoaching.com. And if you are interested in uh, the free 30-minute discovery or magic reveal session, we'll call it. Um, you can email me at info at inspiredwisdomcoaching.com. That's info at inspiredwisdomcoaching. And I would be honored to just support you along this journey. And even if we can just, you know, crack a little chip in that shell to get you to access a little bit more of your magic, I would be honored. Yeah. When we come back, get ready for this, everybody. This is about the self. All of us do it. Even me, I do it. And um, what's the difference, though, between me doing it today and me doing it, let's say, when I first met Benny? What is the difference? What is it calling for it? When we come back, for those of you out there, if you're in the zone of this and you are in the zone of self-sabotaging your success, 1-800-930-2819. Give us a call. We're here. We'll be right back. Do your ADHD tendencies get in the way of you doing what you intend to? Traditional strategies for getting things done may not work for you. 
You need solutions tailored for your unique brain. In Bonnie Minku's training membership program, Productivity Pathfinder, learn ADHD self-mastery step-by-step at your own pace in a supportive community with live online options each week. Learn more about Productivity Pathfinder at thrivewithadd.com. Day-to-day living can be difficult in our world today. Most of us don't know how to live a peaceful, joy-filled existence. Learn how to break through these barriers and live a transformative life on Love and Light with me, Dr. Lisa, every day living in peace, every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To work with Dr. Lisa, visit EducationThroughEngagement.com. Are you passionate about impacting social change or working towards anti-racism as a society? Are you willing to deconstruct your innermost thoughts, ideas, and beliefs about racism? Then Inflection Point Podcast, Cultivating Change from the Inside Out is the show for you. Join Anita Russell, Mavis Bauman, and Gail Hunter in open, honest, and deliberate conversations every first and third Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Champion your life with me, Leanne Champion, first and third Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. That new gym membership might help you get fit, but what about emotional fitness? Jump into the rushing waters of personal growth. Don't waste another minute feeling unfulfilled. Visit ChampionYourLife.com and let's do this together. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Okay, Benny, I got to ask. Yeah? Okay. Want to tell me who that was? Eiffel 65. Everything is blue. <gasps> Everything is blue. Oh, I love it. Do you remember the hook of it? No, I don't. Can you it to That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Thank you, Benny. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> That's it, right there. She she nailed it. Okay, we could stop the show now. Uh, For those of you just tuning in, great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. This is Tracy Lynn Show, Awaken Your Magic Within with Tracy Lynn Wallace. Reveal unconscious systems and discover your unstoppable freedom power. Today, she's just bringing it. How we sabotage our magic. We talked about what, right out of the gate. 
you got to want your thing. You got to like want your thing. You have to want it, right? You know, people have, people ask me a question. What do you think the number one thing is for us not getting, us not achieving what, what we want? I said, we don't really want it. If you really wanted to lose that 30 pounds, they'd be gone. Yeah. Like you'd be up on that Stairmaster like 24 <laughs> seven, right? Um, but this next part that you're going to talk about, I think is really at the underpinnings of it. And it is the idea of self-sabotage because when you say it, it becomes obvious, but it's insidious. It lies within. It waits. It waits. It's like awake in the Kraken, right? But it's always there waiting for its time. Tell us about this and, you know, how this gets in the way. Well, first, I just want to kind of mention a couple of qualities of self-sabotage that I think a lot of our listeners can relate to. We're talking procrastination, perfectionism, fear of success, fear of failure, um, fear of being seen, um, anxiety, depression. Those are all self-sabotaging behaviors. Disclaimer, unless it's, you know, genetic or chemical. Um, but majority of it, it's self-sabotage. Depression is anger turned inward. So those are self-sabotaging behaviors. And, you know, that movie, uh, was the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talk about self-sabotage behavior. So Jordan starts at the bottom, right? Building his way up, getting into this, um, you know, into the, into the stock market, ends up building his own business, starts making buku bucks, starts engaging in self-destructive behaviors, and then ends up losing it all, losing his wife, losing his kids, losing, you know, everything. And, and that's what that movie is about. Like, it was just too much. He didn't know what to do with it. Even though he wanted it, there was a part of him that is like, we're shutting this down. We're shutting it down. And that's the voice. That's what we're trying to look at is who is that little voice? Where's that coming from? And what is it trying to keep us safe from? Success, people would be like, why would, why would success be a threat? It's a threat. Mm -hmm. It's a threat because there are it's a massive change in your life, right? You're having to do different behaviors. You're having to be around different people. You're having to manage more money. You're having to manage more responsibility. Oh boy. Forget people. That. Keep me small. Keep me small. Keep me in my little hole. And one of the greatest things that is kind of, I, I've seen it in different outlets right now talking about imposter syndrome and I don't know if you've heard of that Dr. Pat oh I heard of it I, I, I almost think I might I might have invented it like I'm a, a gazillion years ago but I think people understand the words of it but they don't understand what you're about to say which is how this literally affects how we act in the world yeah so imposter syndrome even though it seems like oh I'm faking being big and great no, it's believing that you're faking being big and great when really that's your true essence. So the imposter syndrome is, I'm a fake. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm really not that smart. I'm really not that beautiful. I'm really not that great. I'm really not that um, intuitive. And that is like for me this morning, that's kind of what came, you know came crashing down is the structure of imposter syndrome. Um, and so many celebrities have it. There's people that have admitted to, who was it that I was listening to? Angela, uh, uh, what's her name? 
Angela, Angela, my, my, oh my gosh. You know, I'm talking about the fabulous. She's a, she's a speaker, a writer. Maya Angela. Angela, my, 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 oh my, my Angela. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Hello. Thank you. That's Annie. my mind right now. Just garbled. Um, and then I think Beyonce admitted to it. Um, but it's very, very common. Rooney Mara. I mean, Rooney Mara, when, um, Rooney Mara is one of the lesser known actors, actresses, but when you hear the role she played, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, hello, and then she played in Carol, nobody talks about her lack of confidence more than she does. And you know what? It's interesting because since being in that film with Kate Blanchett, being in Carol, you've seen her come out a little bit more. But you know what I love about it? When she's on, when you see her in a movie, it's like you would never know it, right? Isn't that the confusing part of this? Because there are people that are like that and yet find the strength to show up powerfully. Don't you find? Absolutely. Well, it's just like any of these singers, right? Like they're sitting there going, oh, people are going to figure out, think I'm a fake. You can't fake that voice right? Mm -hmm. You can't fake that talent. And you can't fake, as I've experienced this morning, my experience and my wisdom that came from the journey I've been on. But that voice sure was telling me that I am. And um, just being able to tame it because realizing that people, it doesn't matter what people think about you or feel about you. I heard that saying that says, what people think about you is none of your business. And it's mm-hmm. true. It's what we know and believe about ourselves and just breaking through that, being able to um, break through that structure that we've created to keep us safe. Yeah. And a lot of, um, a lot of times people have unspoken family rules that will keep them from achieving success you know, cause we're operating still from this little part of our mind. That's this five-year-old kid. Right. And to outdo your father who was struggled his whole life, like that's betrayal. And those are the systems that are underlying that are keeping us from our magic. And it's being able to just stop and identify, like, what did you see growing up? Where were your parents? Where were they around success? What did they believe around success? My family, you know, always commented on wealth as Oh, how do they do that? How do they do that? That's for the other people. (laughs) And I'm not the other person. I'm part of my family. And so it was breaking through that unspoken family rule that I can have wealth. I can be that person. Yeah. I mean, don't you love it when you get these insights? Like here you are now and you're sharing with us, you know, what you've learned and what you coach, what you use in your coaching about sabotage and how we do it. But one of the things that's really important to understand is that we're all capable. We're all capable of self-sabotage. And, you know, unspoken family rules um, are part of it. The other part of it that's related to what we're going to talk about when we come back from break um, is, you know, sabotaging relationships. Because let's just take a moment, if we could, and talk about the fact that relationships aren't just love relationships, but you're talking about family. We also have relationships with our spiritual religious communities. And I have to tell you, it's really interesting 
Um, I haven't talked about this much, but I mentioned it this morning. Um, I grew up as a young child Catholic, and uh, uh, the best parts of Catholicism is what I experienced up until I'd say seven or eight years old, and then I got introduced to other spiritual practices by my stepmom. But what did I learn from that spiritual practice? And you know, here's what you learn as a kid. I learned about giving. Now, people say, what are you talking about, the basket? Yeah, but you're a kid, that's not what you're talking about. You're, you're not talking about this. A part of what you learn where you know, your grandma or your aunt grabs you by the hand and brings you over to back then you actually lit the candles. Now I think it's some kind of electric <laughs> thing that comes on, I don't even know. But I, I fell in love with this ritual with my grandma and my um, Aunt May with the candles. And we would always go to the altar with Mary. I never understood why we always went there. I mean, there were other places you could go. There was like a saint over there and a saint over there because back in New York, when you go into these churches, they're like everywhere is like saints and gold. But we'd always go to the same place and there would be this ritual. And I remember it. Beauty, the candle, the prayer. I mean, it was so like as a kid, you're five. And at the end, grandma would hand me a quarter. And I never forgot this. And grandma would say, put the quarter in the bucket to feed the poor. Now, back then they had a can. Now I think that, but you see, there are many things that I've left behind about Catholicism, but it's not that one. And when we come back from break, I want to talk with you about it because you can learn those things, but you can also learn some other things from whatever those influences are. Don't you agree? Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's peeling the layers of that onion. <laughs> That's what it is. It's many, many layers. The flip side of that story, and then we'll go to break, is that my two sisters were Southern Baptist and they did not want to join this army. And my mom married my dad, and so she tried to fit in. She, I don't think she ever was able to convert because she divorced an abusive man. But my two sisters had a different view of it. Now, can you imagine us sitting in a church, and we're going to church every Sunday, and that basket would come around, and then I would put my money in, and Joyce and Doris, they would take the money out of the basket. <laughs> so you see, there are two sides to every coin, aren't there? Because they thought we need the money. Let's take a short break, everybody. When we come back, this is the key. Relationships provide fertile ground for sabotage. We are not on this planet alone. When we come back, uh, Tracy Lynn's going to walk us through how this shows up everywhere with the people that cut your lawn, with your boss, with your spouse, maybe with your kids. How about your mom, your mother-in-law, your sister-in-law? Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break when we come back. I don't have much to say about it. Tracy Lynn's going to say it all. Let's take a short break, Benny. We'll be right back. 
Do you get stuck in that someday attitude? Living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. Tune in to Awaken Your Magic Within, reveal unconscious systems to discover your unstoppable freedom power. Join me, Tracy Lynn Wallace, on TransformationTalkRadio.com the first Tuesday of each month, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, to gain insight, direction, and tools to uncover limiting beliefs. Get ready to step into your unstoppable power to discover and uncover your magic within. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. It takes courage to step into your calling and go for your dreams. Sabotage monsters can get in your way, preventing you from reaching your potential. You can choose to struggle alone, or you can choose community and support, someone to walk beside you, meeting you where you are. If you are ready to make real and lasting change, Coach Christine Clark is here for you. Find out more about one-on-one coaching and group programs with Coach Christine at sunglowtransformation.com. There is divinity within you. Join Lisa Belt on her show, The Unshakable Living Show, supernaturally and divinely unshakable, twice a month, and find that divinity that you deserve. Lisa will help you feel encouraged, empowered, and realize that you're not alone on your journey. With Lisa, address the foundation, the frame, and the finish of your dreams and become truly unshakable. Hi, I'm Coach Martez. And I'm licensed therapist with Drina Layton. We want to invite you to join us on the Coach Martez and with Drina Layton show, where we discuss understanding love, accepting truth, and changing your perspectives. Relationships are the currency to life, and so many couples find themselves broke in their relationships. We want you to join us for a lively discussion and practical tips and insights on how to turn things around and gain the merit for life mindset. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. This is a great show. We're so thrilled to have you. This is Awaken Your Magic Within. Tracy Lynn Wallace is the host of this show. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to hang out with her. Uh, today, we're taking on how we sabotage our magic. What we've talked about so far is the fact that you've got to really want it. And if you don't really want it, that's a sign. It doesn't mean you're good. It doesn't mean you failed. It just doesn't. It means it's just not it, right? Uh, But Tracy said it before, you get exactly what you want because that's what shows up. Um, The other thing that Tracy, that you talked about also was how we self-sabotage success. Before we talk about what I think is the big enchilada here is sabotaging relationships. Tell people again how they can connect with you, how they can work with you, all of the above. I am here to support you tapping into that magic. So I'm at inspiredwisdomcoaching.com. 
inspiredwisdomcoaching.com. And you can email me at info at inspiredwisdomcoaching if you'd like to take advantage of that free 30-minute um, discovery session where we can kind of tap into some self-sabotaging beliefs that you may have. Um, this really leads us to what I call the punchline of this. And I would love for you to comment on it. And the reason I call it the punchline, and I've said, Benny has heard me say this a million times in, in over time, is if we were meant not to have to deal with relationships, each of us would have been given our own planet. That's exactly <laughs> the way it works, right? Right. I, I would have my like own pet planet. But that's not what happens. We were put here. We are here. We evolved here, whatever the here here is. And we're here with other people. Now, you're going to talk about relationships. I had uh, one of my table tennis buddies the other day asked me a question. Said, you're from New York, right? I said, yeah. And he said, why do people have to walk so fast? And I said, well, because if you don't, you will actually get stamp, stamp, stampled on. You, you'll, be, you'll be like, you will be like under a, a herd of cattle. I said, the light, get, the light changes for 90 seconds. You have 90 seconds for anywhere close to 100 to 200 people across the light. They walk fast. Some people have it timed. And he said, why? And I said, I have no idea. And the reason I bring it up is because I know my relationship with growing up in that culture. I know what it's like to have to cross the street in Manhattan fast. But just because we do that there, that doesn't mean that we have to be stampled in relationships outside of that in our life. Can you talk about the self-sabotage in relationships? And what's your personal experience with that? I don't know, maybe you, I, I have a lot, but this is your show. So you have to talk about it. Okay. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want. No, that's okay. No, I'm, you know what? I'm happy to share it because it's. But just... it could be anything. It could be like the job. I talked about the job this morning. Could be like Benny and I, we've done shows about like the goldfish we shared and stuff. It could be anything, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, going back to this movie of Shrek that many of us have seen and, you know, here Shrek has to go rescue this princess from the castle and take her back so she can marry Lord Farquaad. And, you know, she's with this ogre and she didn't want to admit that she was ogre either, right? She didn't want to admit that. Instead, she was willing to go and marry this little guy with a huge ego because she was afraid that even though she liked Shrek, she was afraid that he was going to see her as unattractive, even though she was the same as he was. Right. And so it's lying to ourselves about who we really are. And, you know, I think there's a lot of people who can um, identify with relationships. And I wrote down here on my notes, that's not the person I fell in love with. Right. So two people meet they're in heavenly bliss. They decide to get married. They're like, everything's amazing. And then all of a sudden, years later, whatever, they're going, that's not the person I fell in love with. So what happens? What happens? When we're in love, we are in our magic. Like we are invincible. Everything is amazing. Everything is beautiful. And then we start to go, this person's going to find out who I really am. 
And so we self-sabotage and we become the person that we're afraid that they think that we're going to be without even realizing it's happening. My husband and I got married a year ago and our wedding day was the most amazing, beautiful, love-filled day. It was just a small private ceremony, kind of midst of COVID um, in our backyard. And the love was radiating. I mean, it was just, you could feel the energy. It was so beautiful. This first year of our marriage has been literally him and I sabotaging ourselves, hiding from who we really are, right? Wow. Because I'm like, he can't really believe I was that woman. And he probably was thinking the same thing. And so that's my personal experience. And it's very hard for me to speak about it because it's embarrassing. I have a lot of shame behind it, but it's, yep. it's, I want to share it because I want people to recognize, Hey, you know what, Tracy, she's a self-love manager, life coach. She's human. She still has stuff that she's working through and identifying and uncovering. And the pain of that, like, I look back to who I was on that wedding day and up until then. And I was just like, damn, like she was in her full goddess energy, but no, I had to shrink down and play small and just step into like this little role of not who I am. And it's caused a lot of problems in our, in our first year of marriage. But mm-hmm. my whole point is just being able to identify, like I could see it. And it was like, why are you doing this, Tracy? Why are you doing this, Tracy Lynn? Like, like, what's this all about? And uncovering, oh my God, I'm afraid that he's going to think I'm a fake. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what happens in these marriages. People get married and then they just, imposter syndrome. It's so, so common. Yeah. Right. As we talked about, like, they're not going to believe I'm that great. And we self-sabotage the next thing you know, we're getting divorced and then we're meeting somebody else and we're being great again. And then we self-sabotage and then divorce number two. And then we meet somebody else and we're great again. And it's just the cycle that we have to be able to identify and break it. And a lot of it is old baggage, right? Yeah. Whose baggage are you carrying from old relationships, right? Trust, trust. Like I can't trust that person. Did they do anything to you? No, but I can't trust them Mm because women can't be trusted. Men can't be trusted. And so it creates the partner to be like, well, you're not going to trust me anyways. I might as well do something because you don't trust me. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So are you ready? Ready to roll? Ready to ride this? (laughs) I got the Bronco. Benny, we're on the Bronco. Um, I'm part of a community that grew up not knowing very much about uh, about marriage. And thank you for sharing your beautiful story. It's so worth taking a moment to honor. It really is. Um, As Gloria Steinem once said to me, that's living outrageously, getting married in the middle of that COVID thing. (laughs) Um, But I love that you did it because you were already in the middle of a stressful place. And I love when love shines through. Now, I started an entirely new coaching practice at the beginning of COVID because a friend of mine said to me, Pat, you have to coach this community. You have to come out. You have to take what you know. You have to get to your people and you have to coach women in the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. And I just looked and I said, 
there are just a million coaches. They said, no, no. We need help. And we spent about three hours talking about it. And I really did understand this. You know, there's a joke. And please don't email me because this is not an offense. This really is. This really is. It's not a joke, but it's sort of an ism in the LGBTQ community, especially with women. You meet, you date, you get the U-Haul. And you move in. Now, everybody knows that. Ellen joked about it. But what happened? So here's what I want you to talk about in relationships. What happened is the institution of marriage hit millions of people. And if you grow up with it, you watch your moms, you watch your dad, you watch your divorce, right? I mean, you watched all that, didn't you? Mm -hmm. You watched like your brothers, your sisters, you know, a totally structured environment. But we're in a new realm now with relationships. We don't even know what we don't know. And I wonder, my question to you, as my friend was asking me, and she said, we don't know what the potholes are because we've never seen them before and now we're in them. And so I started to build a platform which is going to come out later on this year. But here's the thing, whether you're part of the LGBTQ community, I mention it because we're in Pride Month here. Yo, Benny, right? Mm -hmm. But we are in a different world with this now. And I want to ask you the same question. Divorce rates have never been higher. This is new territory. This is like a startup. What have you observed in the arena of relationships? And what are the new ways we're self-sabotaging? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I don't care if the institution of marriage has been around for a gazillion years. We have never been in the past two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Maybe like some war or something. But what people have done in the family unit, this is virgin territory for relationship sabotage. What are your thoughts? Excellent question. And you know, it doesn't matter the gender. We all have nope. wounds. We all have wounds. And we all, <clears throat> relationships are all about iron sharpening iron, right? So anybody that comes into your life. <laughs> Thank you is going to rub out something that no longer serves you. And when people are blaming, instead of taking their own personal accountability, nothing will ever change. And the, the, like I said on a previous show, you can get rid of the button pusher, but you still got the button and you got to find out where that button is. And so, you know, I, I notice a lot, and I've got kids that range, range from age 16 to 29 um, with stepkids too, but the commitment thing, like nobody really believes in commitment. It's like everything's so quick and easily disposable and, you know, like you don't like, unfriend. You don't like, swipe left. You don't like, unfollow. You don't like, delete the application. You don't like, you know, it's just it's so easy to just discard instead of sitting in that and identifying like, Ooh, what am I feeling? Why do I want to get rid of this person? I mean, if you're doing it in a, in a <laughs> way of setting boundaries, yes, that's, that's easy. But I see people discarding friendships left and right. You know, it's just, everything's disposable. 
And um, so regardless of the gender, regardless of how long, regardless if there is a marriage certificate or just, you know, moving in together, it's being able to identify our own wounds. Because when you fall in love with somebody, there's a reason you fell in love with them. Nobody falls in love going, you know what, we're going to be having an ugly divorce or separation in three years from now. Nobody ever thinks no, that. No, no, no. So how do you go from loving somebody so much to hating them so much? Wow. And it's just, wow. That's what happens. It, it's what happens. And these first, what is the, you know, the, with each additional marriage, the divorce rate gets higher and higher, right? We're still marrying the same person in a different pair of shoes unless we've done our work. <laughs> we are. <laughs> or we're bringing our old baggage to the table, right? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, you know, so my yeah. ex-partner cheated on me, then I'm assuming this partner is going to cheat on me and every other person is going to cheat on me moving forward. And that's not true. So um, a lot of it comes down to low self-esteem and self-worth. That's the end line. It's fear, right? I hate you, don't leave me. I hate you, don't leave me. And it becomes this push-pull in these relationships where nobody wants to sit and work through their stuff, but they continue with this cycle over and over and through um, subsequent subsequent relationships. And I had <laughs> met with some friends years ago and, and this conversation, and I was asked, what's your right turn, Tracy? What's your right turn? And I was like, <laughs> what the heck is that? Well... <laughs> It's the point in your relationships that things go sideways. And I was like, what a great question. And they were kind of sharing what theirs were. And I was like, mine's, I love too much. And they were like, what, what the heck? That can't be that. That's not such a thing. And I was like, no, really it is. And it's just like, cause I love with my whole heart. Yeah. And the issue that I've run into in the past is that I'm loving people who didn't love me back in the same way I love them. Mm -hmm. and it became very painful and so that so for all the listeners and viewers out there ask yourself what's your right turn what's your right turn whether it's in personal relationships whether it's in business um you know familial relationships romantic relationships what's your right turn at what point do you jump off the highway and i think that's going to create um an opportunity to find some answers yeah, I love that we're talking about this. I want to ask you a question here, um, if I could. And what I want to really ask you about is what we don't really have time to talk about today, because it's so I, I think we should we should do a whole show on relationships, you know, the multifaceted nature of them. Because I've known people to have magic in their work relationships and just be absolute Voldemort in their homes. <laughs> You know, he's the, he's the like, he who shall not be named guy. And when people look at that and they see on the outside, it's very difficult. But I want to ask you in the couple of minutes we have left, you talk about to trust difficulties. I'd like to wrap this up by talking about how important that is. Around trust and relationships? Yep. Yeah, boy. Yes, 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 yes ma'am. Yes. It's being able to have that, that stability of knowing that you're safe, you're important, you matter, and you're heard. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. 
my feelings need to matter. And if my feelings matter and your feelings matter, then we're going to have trust in the relationship. But as soon as somebody's doing something without taking, oh, this is going to make me emotional. Without I'm taking, getting emotional listening to you. Without taking somebody else's feelings into consideration, there's no trust. There's no trust in that relationship. And it's just so important to provide that for each other. And in any relationship, right? There's got to be trust because that's the foundation. And, you know, if you've got an underlying, you know, you talked about business relationships, or, you know, in the workplace and then home life. Well, those home life relationships are a lot more, um, they're a lot closer, right? A lot more, a lot deeper. And so if somebody's got this, belief of not deserving love or not being lovable mm -hmm. people in the workplace they can come and go and I can be sweet to them all day long but as soon as I make myself vulnerable oh boy at the risk of not feeling loved or, or being lovable then forget it yeah forget it it just yeah I would love to do a whole show on this with you because there's so much we've touched upon. I mean, one of the syndromes that I've noticed, and this is what I work with women on especially, is it's so obvious. You know, you watch, and it happens with siblings, I think, more than anything. You watch your sibling talk to everybody else on the planet. They get on the phone, hey, how are you? How's your, and then they get off the phone and they turn to you and say, Oh, that was stupid. What you? I mean, like you become the punching bag. And so it gets so, I, I just talked to Linda about this the other day. It's so obvious. And yet you're afraid to say, I said, you know what? The next time it happens, just say, ouch. I want to talk about that because if you have the ability to be sweet cheeks with somebody you randomly know, then you take them sweet cheeks and bring it over to the person you're like in relationship with. <laughs> but all the things you talked about today factor into it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you right there. So when we, we do the next show, we gonna like the whole ball of wax relationships if you wanna take it on. Let's do it. No, I think it's important. But why, why not talk about the magic within a relationships? Because without that, what? Go hug a tree. I hug my trees, but they don't hug back. You know, I hug my flamingos energetically. Don't <laughs> please don't write this up. I'm going to have to delete that right from the show. That one right there. Um, Tracy Lynn, thank you for today. You've been listening to Awaken Your Magic Within with Tracy Lynn Wallace. Join me every first Tuesday of the month at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to awaken your underlying power by shattering unconscious limiting beliefs which have been influencing your life. There is an innate part of you that thrives for love, happiness, and success. It is your birthright. The choices you make now have the ability to empower you to see things from a higher perspective. Visit me at inspiredwisdomcoaching.com. That's inspiredwisdomcoaching.com. <laughs>